In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. I, I'm so delighted to be here with you. And um, every year we can count on this beautiful altar. Uh, you know, the first year I saw it, I thought it was the most gorgeous thing I'd ever seen. And I didn't know you could actually put pumpkins and squash on an altar. <laughs> But there it was, and it was glorious. And uh, it's always in memory of uh, Harriet and Roland Coons. And John, wherever John is, told me earlier that yesterday was the 76th wedding anniversary of Roland and Harriet Coons. So we're all going to just give thanks for that. Yes. So um, let's take a look at the gospel and hone in on that last sentence. Strive first for the kingdom of God, and all these things will be given to you as well. I want that to just uh, percolate in you. I invite for that to happen, and think about that as we uh, uh, go through and kind of look at, at this thing about the kingdom that Jesus talks about, and uh, we all being mature Christians know that when Jesus talks about the kingdom, we're not talking about a site or a location. You can't look up the address and go there or say it's in this city or that city. Uh, but rather, he's, Jesus is talking about this kind of kingdom that can be anywhere and everywhere. And I'm always looking for words that describe that kingdom. So I found these two words. They are new to me for describing the kingdom. Holy encounter where there is holy encounter, that's where we can see, that's where we can be a part of the kingdom of God. So I have a really good story and, uh, that points that out. And it's been in our tradition for a long, long time. It goes back to the third century. Remember the desert fathers and mothers? There were some mothers too, by the way. And they lived in the Egyptian desert and they went out into the desert to seek God and to seek community and to serve God and serve community. So they had a lot of time to ponder and to think about how, how to do that. So this is the story that goes back to that third century, that one day a robber came into the monastic community and uh, he announced, I'm going to rob you. I'm going to take everything you have. So he proceeded to do that, and he started going around the monastery and tucking in everything he could find into bags. So he was leaving, and as he was leaving, there was an old elderly monk who chased after him with this tiny, small bundle, saying, brother, brother, you forgot this. You need to take this. It was hidden from your view, and you said you wanted everything, so here, take this. I don't know if this story is true or not, but you know what? It's a great story. It's a great, I mean, it really demonstrates something here for us. And um, so uh, the robber, as the story goes, was so astounded by this act of generosity that he turned right around and he brought everything back. And as he brought everything back, he said, this man is surely of God. This man is surely of God. Now, 
So when it comes to holy encounter, those two words, well, there was a twofold holy encounter going on here. So it's pretty easy for us to see the obvious that the monk was holy because who has that kind of generosity of spirit? Someone takes the coat off their back and they take the shirt and say, here, take this. As my friend Brian Spears would have said, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and it is unbelievably wonderful, that kind of generosity. So we can see that that was holy. There's another holy thing going on here, though, as well. And that was with the thief. Now, he did have this flaw. And, um, you know, we all have flaws. His flaw was kind of a bad one because he was ripping off these monks. But, um, but look at what happened when, uh, when, the, when the Holy Father said, here, take this, take everything, here's this tiny bundle. He knew that he was interacting with this wonderful kind of gratitude. He recognized that as being of God, that kind of gratitude. And so he turned around and gave everything back, saying, this is of God. I'm going over here. And so that's what he did. So, you know, as human beings, we are all a mixed bag. We have some parts of us that reflect grace, other parts of us that oh, kind of go against the grain of grace. And we have a choice of being what Teilhard de Chardin would call a chain reaction that grows love. Um, so we can either be a part of this chain reaction that grows love, or we can make choices to be a part of life that diminishes love. We can do either one. And it's sort of like the jury is out until you get into that moment. So I think that Jesus would have blessed this holy encounter that took place in the monastery um, long ago, where human interaction uh, produces something that what is said or done makes the situation better. So that's what, when we're striving for the kingdom of God, that's what we want to strive to do. And I think he would have said, this is the way we are part of the kingdom, when we make those choices. So, every human interaction, every day, every hour, every minute, has that opportunity. And, um, but what are we to do with the fact that we are a mixed bag of imperfections? Well, I think that's why we have spiritual practices, because they help focus us on that narrow path. So today is Thanksgiving. It is time to give thanks for our blessings, but I always want to know how to do that. I want to know a little bit more. So um, I heard my dear friend Becky McNeese a couple of days ago describe her spiritual practice to how she practices gratitude. And I want to share this with you because I really like it. And she says she does the alphabet prayer of gratitude. And so someone said, well, what is that? And she said, well, I start with A, and then I think of something that I'm thankful for that begins with A. My first thought was avocado. <laughs> and then she goes to B. My second thought was bacon. <laughs> Okay, so then, uh, okay, I'm not yet having that kind of flush of gratitude yet, but then uh, 
com C is community, D is delight. And when she hits upon whatever it is that kind of fills her heart with gratitude, she just stops there and she relishes in that. Now that's a really good kind of way that she creates that chain reaction of grace. So I offer that to you today. So the kingdom is grown when we are in touch with that which helps us come alive in some new way. We can generate those chain reactions of kindness and generosity and love, and those are some of the elements that grow our kingdom. And thanksgiving, giving thanks, is one of those elements. Amen.